We get to catch up with one of South Africa's award-winning actress. Actresses. Is it important to still even use that term? Is it fair to say actor? Um, right. I'm okay with either. With either. Actor or actress. Because, well, I suppose with the award ceremonies, they, you know, yes. uh, distinguish between the male and the female. So those are the terms they use. That uh, they would use. And that's the voice of Leander Reddy, of course. Hi. <laughs> Hello, welcome. <laughs> Just threw you in there. <laughs> um, she was a huge uh, um, uh, um, feature of Isidingo. Remember when she was married to Rajesh Kumar and she was that police officer, no-nonsense police officer on Isidingo, Priyanka Kumar. Um, and then she was also on um, Scandal. You'll remember her from uh, Scandal on ETV. Vineshri Devan, uh, that was the the the, the part that uh, she played. But apart from that, she you just have a knack of finding these great films. And here you are again in what's in my view going to be a great film, Three Days to Go. But there seems to be a nice fit with you and film. Would you say so? Um, I think so. You know. Um I think a lot of it has to do with uh, being blessed, <laughs> if I can say that, like being hashtag blessed <laughs> oh, without the hashtag, but okay. being guided in the right way and uh, kind of getting those great opportunities. I was very fortunate, like you say, I mean, yes. to have had a role on Dark Tower and um, Diana mm. with Naomi Watts and mm. now three days to go. And you so rightfully said that it is going to be a great film, having seen it myself. <laughs> You're actually coming from Durban. Straight off the red carpet, dear. Yeah. Uh, Our Durban premiere last night. It was the first uh, official viewing for an audience and it was amazing. Of course, there was a lot of hype Mm. and we did the whole red carpet, Mm -hmm. introduced the cast to everyone that was there. And it was really such a spectacular night and the support was unbelievable. People Mm -hmm. were so vocal, so responsive and had Mm -hmm. so much to share, you know, in terms of feedback of the film. So, I'm feeling really positive and uh, I think people are going to love it. I mean, based on last night, it it was such a hit. People loved it and I think audiences across South Africa are going to love it. So it's called Three Days to Go. Mm -hmm. Uh, It opens on our circuit on the 25th of January. But I'm going to let you tell us the story because you play the second child in this family of four siblings. Correct. Yeah. Uh, So essentially, it is uh, a story that centers around the four siblings and how they come together. Uh, they were planning to come together back to the family home in celebration of their parents' anniversary. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, before they even make the trip, the dad passes away. So now the plans are still to come, but now for a funeral. Yes. And um, Janet is the one that lives, that's my character, who lives with her parents as um, her husband died when her daughter was quite young. Mm-hmm. So... And now she's got a teenage daughter and she's living with her parents. So taking care of them as well. And she's the one that has to bring these unruly siblings (laughs) who haven't been home for five years, haven't been home, (laughs) uh, who don't care, just occasionally phone and check in. Hey, how's everything going? And bring them together. And she's already anticipating it's going to be tough. And literally, she hopes that everything will go smoothly over the three days that they are forced to be in each other's company. Yes. Obviously, they were quite close when they were young. They were um, they were cl- cl- very close bonds amongst them. But mm. since everyone went off and lived their own lives, mm. they've become 
a little more alienated from each other. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's a big thing for her to see how this, you know, pans out. out. <laughs> she's carried the disproportionate weight or uh, um, uh, bag. Not yeah, she's yeah. the responsibility, disproportionate responsibility of that uh, taking care of her parents and being close to family matters. Correct. And then these ones are coming back. But let me just quickly tell you about the rest of the family. So as you've just heard, Leander plays number two, <laughs> the yep. second boy, Janet. <laughs> and then there's also uh, Jailoshni Naidu, yep. uh, who was in Keeping Up with the Kandasamis and. Uh, right. She plays Melissa, so the oldest one of the four siblings who's stuck in an emotionally and physically abusive marriage. Correct. So and she's also on Mbewu, so uh, people will recognize her from there as Neropa on that series. Right, yeah. right. Uh, so her story, I think, will also resonate with a lot of people. You know, when you're stuck in an abusive relationship, what will people say? All these years have gone by. Uh, when you, you maybe you've become so used to it, um, you're afraid of standing up and walking away. Absolutely. And I think you just hit on the right note there that it's so familiar Mm. to so many people from whatever walks of life. And I think people watching the movie will recognize perhaps themselves or someone they know in that situation and also recognize the complacency that kind of happens when it looks so odd and bizarre to the rest of the world. But to you, it's like, ah, when you're in it, yeah, yeah, we just do what we have to, to get through it kind (laughs) of thing, (laughs) you know, there you go. Um, and then we have, uh, Kajal, Kajal, uh, Bagwadin, right. uh, who is, who plays Amy, the baby of the family. And she uh, left home young. Right. Uh, to get married to a man older than her. Right. right. Like so, 10 years or so. Right. So Kajal plays the sister Amy who lives, um, overseas in Europe. And, uh, she lives this fancy lifestyle and has the best of everything. And she loves her life with all its treats and, mm. you know, all of that. So she's even further removed than the rest of the siblings. So, um, when she comes home, she has to keep up this facade to the rest of the siblings of this perfect life, life's fabulous. which over the course of three days is revealed to be broken down, mm. you know, to the family and eventually having to face the reality of her situation. Oh, yes. Uh, and then the only brother in uh, in the family, or the only boy, I should say, tell us about his story. Well, you'll want to shake him <laughs> and rough him up and say Get over yourself, you know, and stop being so selfish. And (laughs) But he is such an entertaining character. And actually, audiences will love him because they'll see this completely self-absorbed but lovable yeah, guy yeah, yeah. you know so you want uh, him to yeah, get his act <laughs> yes right. you want him to get his him act right you like together. him yeah. yeah so the so as you can see already a whole mix of characters yes. with different personalities and um so many reasons for all the conflict that arises in the family and he's scheming with the other sister to do things behind Uh-oh. the mother's back Uh-oh. and a very opportunistic over the funeral and everything that's happened. Just yes. thinking about himself and his debts and his gambling and his drinking and mm, yeah, that's a recipe for explosive <laughs> for an explosive ending. Yes, um, but we've kind of made it sound like it's quite serious. There's a lot of fun to be had as well. Extremely so. So yes, there are very poignant moments mm-hmm. and there are moments that will really tug at the heartstrings. But the comedy, it's almost as if I mean, this happened to me. Like, 
you find yourself tearing and getting emotional. And then there's something that's so funny. It's like you stop being embarrassed for tearing because you enjoy the laughter. And I mean, you got to me, Morake. Yeah. Playing a gangster uh-huh. called Babes. My show needs that one. It's something you don't want to miss. You, you don't. Ashish Ganga Pasad playing the hilarious pundit and priest. So there's tons of comedy in it. Yes. And of course, John, Jonathan Boynton Lee. Everyone knows Your Jonathan love interest. is my love interest, Oliver. And that is such an entertaining storyline because the family doesn't like him. No. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a whole lot of drama that comes with that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's going to be a must-see. I know it's going to do well at the box office. So three days to go uh, is the name of uh, the film. So what's in- And I want to know what led you to it, what drew or attracted you to it. Was it the fact that it has... Um, Mostly female leads, mostly a female cast, um, directed by a woman. What was it that drew you to it? Definitely all of the things that you mentioned now. And I remember very clearly when uh, Bianca approached me, mm. you know, when she was still drafting the story. And we met at the Safters, um, and she saw me afterwards and she said, listen, I'm writing this movie and I really want you to play this character, Janet. And then we met a few months afterwards and she told me the story. And yes. it immediately resonated with me and um i was i think yeah as a woman i was instinctively drawn to it it was a strong female cast the lead characters uh, were very strong yet diverse women even the mother character Mm -hmm. came across as the strong matriarch Mm -hmm. and i thought wow this uh, and you know like i think i really love that a movie, August Osage County, with all those strong female characters, Meryl Streep as the mom and Julia yes. Roberts as the sister. And, f- and I got yes. that kind of vibe from it. And I thought, wow, I would love to do a film like this. Oh, uh, I think it's, it's got not just from the cast perspective, but just the story that just, there's so many things that are right with it. The yeah. chemistry along the Absolutely. different Absolutely. And Bianca, right with it. Isaac is the director as well as the writer. Yes. Of- is it true that a lot of it is based on her own story her own family yeah i think she's taken elements from her family story and obviously artistic license and you know created this movie which is quite powerful that's very brave yeah it it, it, it is very brave and it's a beautiful story to be told yeah Um, yeah. so i think all of us as the actors we were attracted to the story Mm -hmm. and being able to tell this yeah wonderful so the characters are not flat at all they're not goody two shoes they are flawed and complex multi-dimensional and that will uh, probably keep you very uh, um, uh, hooked on the story so let's talk about the matriarch played by Lilette Dubé yes so now there are fewer than six degrees of separation mm-hmm. between uh, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the actor's name he just completely escapes me now uh, Sharuk Khan yes and myself because <laughs> <laughs> now it is you and then it is Lilette yes and then Sharuk you're Khan you're getting closer babe. getting closer of course <laughs> and not many people have been able to say that yeah and she um, if we talk about Lilette for a moment uh, she has starred in over 100 Bollywood films yeah and Hollywood and Hollywood yes oh. so this bridge what is going on do you see is there something going on between Bollywood and South Africa Bollywood films do do well in yeah. South Africa. And that's not to say that Three Days to Go uh, is an Indian film. It is a human story. It is a yep. family story. Correct. Yeah. It's a universal story that happens to be centered around an Indian family. Right. Um, and uh, 
Lilette's presence is is a big wow factor, yeah. I think, for us as fans <laughs> of her, um, getting to work alongside her. But more than that, for me, she's such a powerful actress because she's able to transcend different genres mm-hmm. and uh, from Bollywood to Hollywood, um, art film. So I, I, I think, I mean, like Monsoon Wedding was one of my favorite is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And she was there, and that's where I first saw her. And that was, you. I, I wouldn't call it Bollywood. I would call it an art film or a mainstream that would, you know, mm-hmm. work anywhere. Mm-hmm. So she's that kind of actress who has that appeal to any audience. Yes. Um, and then the Marigold Hotel. and Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the, those movies were quite popular in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just blended in so easily here with us. Bec- well, I think that's because she is a professional actress, you know, and she also has a strong theater background. Yes. And we just love li- listening to all the stories about her theater expeditions. She's got a company. Uh, in, oh gosh, I'm saying a lot about her that she shared with us, but she's got a theatre company where she strictly employs female playwrights, mm. um, you know, and mm-hmm. then puts on a production and tours the world with it. Right. Um, so she's got that wealth of artistic experience, mm. which she brought to the film. Yes. And, and hopefully there'll be more of this kind of uh, exchange, you know, not just featuring an artist, but also hopefully uh, our own films going over to an industry or consumer market that Bollywood has. You know, that's, yeah, that, I, I think that, I mean, that's great that you brought that up because I've noticed that a lot more collaborations have been happening now with uh, international companies and South African production companies. Um, I mean, I've done a couple of series where that's happened, like an American or German production um, coming down and collaborating with the South African production. And it would be nice, like you said, if South African productions can go over there and yes. collaborate, you know, yes. and that kind of exchange, because I really think there's so much to offer. I mean, South Africa, of course, is such a magnet for for filming because of our locations mm-hmm. and the air. I mean, everybody raves about the air in Cape Town, that clear, you know, yes. um, and the crew are just on the same level as global, mm-hmm. uh, global crew. They're all very skilled, of course, more affordable here. So if you bring your dollars and, yeah, <laughs> you know, you can get the, those the best. Oh, my goodness, Leandro, that's another thing. Those dimples of yours. Oh. <laughs> I'm Don't sure they've got you into now. trouble uh, quite a few times over your, over your life. Uh, well, I'm not going to speak about that on air. <laughs> But I have used it to charm, right. you know, every now and then when I need to. Yes. <laughs> um, but one other, you talk about uh, Lilette's theatre experience. Mm. You also have uh, a wonderful yeah. theatre life. Yeah. So, so my well, that's where I started off uh, theatre. Um, you know, coming out of university, I think that's the first thing I got into mm. theatre productions. And I wasn't urban, so I performed at the Playhouse a lot, mm-hmm. and I loved doing those extravagant big productions you know um the shakespeare's and yes. the greeks and with sets and all of that and uh, and i think that kind of training has um been beneficial to me even yeah. like when i moved into television or screen or film it's kind of helped me um if if i had to consciously think about it i think the discipline 
you know, and just getting into the character mm. and trying to internalize and yeah, so I love theater. I, I still do. I, I mean, you, you can't even compare it to anything because screen is a camera. Yes. You know, and, and theater is people and reactions. So and immediate. Sound. It's mm. so alive. And it terrifies the hell out of me. So in a way, that kind of adds to Who wants to, to live in terror? Yeah, <laughs> who wants to live in terror for so much of their lives? Just for a few seconds until you get onto the stage and you get into the character and you become someone else. Yes, that sense of being alive. Someone yes. once said that life is uh, best at the edge. You know, that being at the edge, that's where you really feel it yeah, all. Yeah, I'll never bungee jump, but no, yeah, no. I know. I'll just use that as a metaphor. Exactly, for yeah. exactly. Okay. <laughs> doing theatre is like a bungee yeah. for those people. So, so you doing these old pieces, 400-year-old pieces, like Shakespeare works, for instance, mm. and work that's also wrapped up in cultural references and, and gags that... Um, uh, obscure to, to many of us. Mm. That's also a level of training that sadly I think a lot of actors don't get today. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, there's definitely less investment in that. Um, and there is the sense that theatre is not as well attended as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Cape Town is more, um, dominant in that sense that there's always theater audiences. Joburg is not bad as well, but certainly less than it used to be. Right. Uh, and I mean, I don't know like the financial aspects, but less finance mm. is put into creating sets mm. and, you know, all of that. So for many of us, whenever you do get the chance and we stage our own shows, even, you know, uh, right place. But yeah, that, that kind of grandness that you're talking about is something that I wish every actor could experience because it might be um, old and difficult to kind of um, tr- uh, translate to modern audiences, but there's such a richness in mm. it and especially for the artists and to have that and then to shift to something so contemporary and be, you know, like slick and speak the lingo now and yes. get your points across. It's just nice to have those completely different aspects to performance. The level of variation. Yeah. Mm, Wow. Uh, And you talk about putting forward your own pieces or creating your own works. This you and uh, uh, Krije. Krije, <laughs> oh, you know piece. about that. Yeah, I mean, I had on Real Talk not too long ago, and yeah. just a hoot. It must be a riot uh, when completely. the two of you are together, it's, because you both have great comedic timing, yeah. uh, great wit, and of course your performers. I think what uh, that's what kind of got us together and said, "Hey, let's do more stuff together," because we kind of clicked with the sense of humor and and what we liked and what we didn't like and what we thought was uh, so literal come on, let's think out the box and let's flip the script yes. with our comedy and do characters that are different. And we really love um, sketch comedy. So a lot of, and when we started doing our theater work, we kind of looked at, okay, what's going to be most appealing? Yes, we'd love to do the Shakespeare's and the very traditional dramatic angst theater, but is it going to get enough audiences to the theater? Okay, let's go with the comedy. And then right. we just got full into it, sketch comedy and then story theater. And people love it, mm-hmm. you know, with the diverse characters and writing. I mean, you, 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 you're saying that it must be a hoot. Sometimes we write something and we laugh so much. <laughs> 
uh, that we can't get through the scene. And then other times we think, oh, my God, are we the only ones that think this is funny? Like sometimes we'll we'll read in front of our husbands and, and they'll just be looking at our straight face and then we go, okay, it's us. It, no, it's our weird sense of humor. Scratch that. Let's just you know, and sometimes we put on a show and it's a test. We yeah. never know. And then it works and we go, yay. Okay, yeah. let's build on that scene. And But oh, it's it fun. Sounds like such a ride. Let's go to Rafiq, who's on the line. Hi, Rafiq. Good afternoon. Hi, Azania. How are you doing? I'm good. Welcome. Oh, yes. And uh, Leander, how's it, Leander? How's it, Rafiq? I'm good, thank you. First, brilliant on Isidingo. We loved watching you for years and years. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much for that. No, thank chemistry you. With, chemistry with Kevin Smith was really something, I think. Oh, Frank. Frank is such a sweetie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And one more thing. Yes. I did a little piece with you in Maputo on a movie called Diana. Oh, that's right. It's we just spoke about that. Yes. It was such a lovely experience. I think I missed that. I, such a lovely experience. Your bubbly personality, the way you, ha- you have a way of making feel, people feel comfortable. Not your co-actors necessarily. But oh. remember all those people <laughs> from Maputo who were extras on the set? Yes, yes, I remember. So excited to be with uh, this lady from Bones 2 whom they had seen. Yeah. Uh, you were so good to them. You were so kind. Rafik, that means so much. And the fact that you remember that and that it's sentimental means a lot to me. Thank you very much for ah, that. Good. Take care. All the best. Thank you. Azania. And to you. Oh, Rafik, thank you Bye. for the call. Bye. What a lovely call. Yeah. Really, really wow. Lovely. He remembers that. Yeah. Specific yeah. moments. Yes. That's very special. Wants. Yes. Mm, a movie about Diana. And she was very cool. She was really lovely. I changed in the same tent with her. We did makeup together and she was just awesome. Yes. So um, leaving Isitingo, you know, getting out of that really structured, soapy life. Mm-hmm. You wanted to spend more time with your boys, more time with family. And I know the hours are long. You hear how actors go in like at 5 a.m. They are done like in the evening. So we know soapy life can be very grueling. But it's also been said that it doesn't quite stretch you the way other forms can. You know, you're playing the same actor, I mean, the same mm. uh, part for many, many years that... Mm. You don't really get to test whether or not you've got great comedic timing, whether you can be bad or whether you can be uh, another kind of way. So are you finding that you're feeling freer, that your level of creativity has has um, has been renewed? Yeah, definitely more so since I left. And what happens with soaps, you know, uh, I think for a lot of the actors, um, especially when you enjoy it, you get comfortable. Mm. And then you, when you enjoy the people you're working with, all of that contributes to you wanting to go to work. And okay, there's going to be a great storyline. I love working with these directors. I love these writers. All oh, these actors make me feel so good. And I love doing scenes with them. And you get caught up in them before you know it. Seven years have gone. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. This is what I did for that long. So um, I have tried. Uh, I mean, I was in Scandal for two years, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was very long until I realized seven years later I'm on Isidingo. Um, I always wanted to be on Isidingo because I love the show. Yeah. I love the, the very naturalistic style, mm. you know, and mm. the directing I could see was relaxed and allowed actors freedom. So when I did get on, I was like, wow, I'm really on the show. Oh, my God, I'm acting with these amazing yes. people. And then... But, uh, yeah, so I, I have tried during those soapy years to stay in touch with other mm. aspects mm. of performance so that I never got too, mm. like, stuck in this. But it does. You, you do get bored playing the same actor. And there's only so many stories you can do. And then you find yourself, like, 
in repetitive cycles. So you'll be on the set and say, I think I walked this exact same route yesterday wow. and I feel like I spoke these lines and, and suddenly it's just don't blur, and you stuck in a, like a groundhog day <laughs> kind wow. of thing. So, uh, sometimes you have to be bold and say, okay, that's it. I need to. Time has come. Yeah. Open up, liberate myself and do other things and wow. hope for the best. <laughs> it's scary as <laughs> and well. And look at where yeah. it's led to being part of films like Three Days to Go. Yes. And just like that, our time is up, but I want to thank you and say all of the best, all of the best with this one. We'll be supporting it, you know, cheering you guys on. Diane Isaac, female director, yes. who's uh, telling the story and everybody else behind it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and letting me share with you. That was award-winning actress Leander Reddy. Let's now bring you the latest in EWN headlines. Good afternoon. I'm Tara Penny. There's more breaking.